Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel. Breakups. Ugh, they suck. No one likes them, but almost everyone is bound to experience at least one or two during a lifetime. Whether you were the dumper or the dumpy, whether you were dating for six months or five years, that pivotal conversation and decision to part ways is never easy. And the period that follows can be messy, whether it was a tear-filled goodbye, followed by lengthy emails to close that chapter with each other, or an even temper parting that you both saw coming only communicated with sporadic and brief messages after or a clean break followed by no contact. There are often things left unsaid. Or maybe, with many years of hindsight behind us, we have new things we like to say to our former partner. Today's episode is dedicated to our exes. Actually, it's dedicated to us. The goal of letters is usually to communicate something to another party, and the focus is generally on the response and reaction of the receiver. However, the act of writing the letter, whether it is sent or not, can be an incredibly cathartic experience for the writer. There is a practice often used in therapy to help an individual work through emotions toward another individual through a conversation, except it is a one-way conversation through a letter to the opposing person. The theory is that it helps the individual identify and articulate all the emotions they may feel toward another individual or about a situation, and arrive at a place of closure without requiring any response from the other party. The three of us have thought back into our dating history and each selected one ex. We then each took time to write a letter to this ex, and we're going to spend this episode sharing and discussing those letters with each other and all of you. So let's start. Actually, Mel, do you want to start this one off? Yeah, I'll, I'll start it off for us. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. <laughs> Whew, okay. Hey there. I honestly don't even know where to begin. First of all, I heard you're in Boston. You know, word travels pretty fast and pursuing amazing things at MIT. Um, you always had such a strong head on your shoulders and did so well in school, which I always admired you for that. Um, I just want to say thank you. You know, I'm a pretty nostalgic person and think about the people, especially the men that have walked in and out of my life these past 10 years. Most of these guys I've been with left me feeling a not so positive feeling with them, but with you, it was different. When I first saw you, I knew it was game over. 
Um, I was really attracted to you, but I knew I shouldn't have been considering our different roles at the time. I tried to push away my attraction, but we got to know each other as friends, and my attraction just grew. I learned how funny, you know, smart, and overall such a good person you are. Everyone saw you as perfect, and I felt envious knowing a lot of other really cool women wanted you too. I didn't know if I really stood a chance and was afraid to admit my true feelings for you. However, it was finals week, and after that quiet, misty morning walking back to my car, I just knew. There was that lingering goodbye before we parted ways and started our winter break, and I knew you felt it too. The moment we finally admitted how we felt via Google Hangout after everyone signed off, yes, Google Hangout was a thing back then, I couldn't stop smiling. I felt that you saw and acknowledged things in me that I didn't think a man would notice. You made me feel, for the first time ever, that I was capable of finding a partner as great as you. You were so kind and treated me with the utmost respect, something, unfortunately, I didn't get with other men that followed. You actually made me feel like I deserved someone as incredible as you. You know, after meeting all these different guys on dates and going through different relationships that did not end well, I feel like I find hope knowing that I found someone within your caliber before and I can do so again. You know, looking back at this short-lived relationship, I see how it played such a huge role in my self-confidence. You know, I will admit that I thought you were super attractive and I thought, hey, maybe I'm attractive too, you know, if you liked me as well. Um, But in all seriousness, even though things didn't really work out, I completely see and understand why. You know, we were just ultimately so different. You know, our personalities and ultimately our faith just didn't line up. You're someone that I can say genuinely, I truly think you deserve the best. You have such a heart of gold, and I really hope you're with someone that sees that as well. Hope you're still rating any light, Mel. Aww, that's sweet. That was my letter. What do you think the main goal of your letter was? I feel like this letter was actually for me, and I think Janet said in the intro correctly. Um, when I think about this letter and this person, my ex, I guess, we actually, we didn't, we weren't actually official. We just dated for six months. Um, he, it was the first time that I actually felt valuable because I knew how amazing he was or he is. And I would never think he would go for me, to be honest, because I didn't think of myself that way or I didn't see myself as attractive. For me, I was like, he was super attractive. There's no way he could go for someone like me. Especially dating nowadays and having things not work out, you t- you kind of doubt yourself a lot more. Your self-confidence goes down and all these things. Um, especially with all the past relations I had, didn't really end the best. And this letter and this person is a reminder that, hey, Mel, like I am, I am capable of someone as amazing as this person. I can get someone like this again. I could feel butterflies and feel that misty morning type of scenario again. And so for me, this is a reminder that like, hey, I think I am capable of great love, a great partner. So I think this letter really is for me. And what were you feeling when you wrote it? I don't know. Like I I felt really grateful for him. I think it's really, maybe this is a little bit petty, but it's hard for me to feel genuine, like really joy and happiness and wanting someone to feel like I think, I think you deserve the best. I feel that way with my close friends like you two, but any for a guy that walked has has been a part of my life, even my exes, I don't feel as strongly that like I want you to have a good life. But with him, I was like, God, you're so amazing. I really like truly think you deserve the best, even though it's not with me. I think that's the thing. It's like I'm the type of girl that's like when things don't work out, I'm just like maybe one day you realize like I am the best or like whatever you come back. But with him, like you know, I acknowledge that we're so different. And even if you're not with me, I want you to live such an amazing, happy life because you mm. truly are a, like a, such a good person. Do you think that there are things that you've like learned from the relationship or if you were to redo the relationship again, 
do you think it would work out now? Or you mentioned that it was like faith and something else, your differences? Yeah, I think them we're just really different. So from what I remember, he actually is, he was, uh, I think, going back into church when we first started dating. And so he was big on Christianity and his faith. For me, I'm never, I'm not a super religious person. I may be spiritual, but I think he was looking for someone to walk the journey with God. And so I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not that person. So I think that played a huge role and made me acknowledge the fact that, you know, I do think religion plays a huge role in a relationship. Lifestyle wise were really different. He was really big into fitness. And at that time I was like, nah, like I did not like, even nowadays, you guys know I'm a lounger, but like back then in college, I really didn't even try at all. Like I would eat whatever I want. I wasn't like trying to be conscious of this, but he was like really into fitness. Like mm-hmm. he's like eating a banana all the time for breakfast. It's just like very like, I remember this one time when I was like at his apartment and he was gone and I was so hungry and all he had was a jar of nuts. I was like, oh my God, this guy don't have no granola bar or like, or anything like a donut, nothing. So he was like very into that. So I think in general, like we're very different and his personality is actually very different. He didn't like to drink. He was more introverted. Mm-hmm. So we were just really incompatible. And that's something I could be like, yeah, we were just incompatible. And yeah. I can acknowledge mm-hmm. that. Versus I feel like I went into situations before nowadays with my exes, like incompatibility just kind of sounds like an excuse. But with mm-hmm. him, I was like, no, it's true incompatibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, you um, kind of called him out. You said I know. he goes to MIT right I know. now. He lives in Boston. <laughs> but do you know if he like listens to his podcast? Does he follow you on social? I started Instagram back in college and I did follow him. So I, I see him looking at my story here and there. We haven't really talked at all. You know the funny thing you brought that up about like, oh my God, you brought up MIT. I was like, crap, did I like spill too much? We were at BC for an yeah. event and we were doing a meet and greet afterwards and someone came up to us and said, hey, listen to, it was a dude. He came up to us and like um, said all these things about listening to our podcast. And I think in that talk, I may have, maybe I brought this guy up before, my this guy I dated mm. on the talk or in a previous episode. But later on, he actually emailed us saying, I think I know exactly who you're talking about and he's still as amazing as you describe him to be. Oh, you're right. I remember oh. that too. And so it's kind of like, oh, wow, like, you know who I'm talking about, one? And two, like, it's actually, like, really nice to hear that he's still such a good person, you know? Nothing has really changed. How do you think he would respond to this letter if he were to hear it? Hopefully not feeling awkward because uh, I think he has a girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) His girlfriend probably listens. His girlfriend's like, uh, what the hell? Maybe a little awkward, to be honest, but hopefully he feels good. And, like, I, I think I have no feelings of, like, Oh my god! I wish we were together. No, I don't have any of that type of feeling, but hope he takes it well. And I know, knowing the fact that, like, I hope his girlfriend also acknowledges that she also realizes how amazing he is too, because mm. you know he's a, he's a catch. Mm-hmm. Mel, when was the last time you guys talked? So before this recording, I was looking through Facebook to see like our friendships. Like, when was the last time? I think it was probably the year after I graduated. I just wished him a happy birthday on Facebook, and that was it. Like we haven't really talked. So that's how many years ago? Twenty fourteen. Mm. So it's been six, six years. years. Yeah. We don't, we, we don't communicate at all. Mm, okay. Did you find anything surprising um, during this process of writing the letter? Were there things that you didn't realize you were feeling or thinking until you wrote, you know, your thoughts out? I don't know if this sounds negative, but I realized like a lot of my other relationships or the things I have, other guys I've been with, I don't feel as positive. It wasn't like a mm. positive feeling for me walking away. But this one was like so positive. Even though I was like, I was sad. I cried when we broke up. But I think... It just speaks volumes for like in terms of like what kind of person he was or he is and also makes me realize like damn am i not like choosing selecting the right type of man it'd be be one thing if like this was like the last guy i've dated but no i dated amazing guy like him and i dated other guys that did not make me feel as well or i didn't feel respected so it makes me question my choices now actually Mm. Mm. so hopefully that was a positive takeaway to make you reflect Mm -hmm. on 
um, which I, I really enjoyed in your letter when you said like you remind me that um, I'm capable of being or that I deserve to be with someone as yeah. amazing as you yeah yeah and you guys both know my journey with men it's been interesting and I I think Janet what you said like I think overall this letter has taught me or reminded me because I think you don't you don't these kind of you don't get these reminders a lot mm-hmm. yeah like what I deserve what am I worthy of I'm excited to hear both of your letters Oof. do you guys have a misty <laughs> a misty walk foggy morning there ain't no misty walk in my letter yeah. <laughs> but thanks for sharing Mom. Yeah. that was beautiful thank you You all know by now that for us, self-care and having a routine is very important. So we wanted to introduce you to Billy. They've recreated everyday essentials by delivering premium razors and high-performing body care directly to you. No pink tax, no visits to the drugstore, no breaking the bank. If you go to mybilly.com, you can get their starter kit for just $9. That includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry in between uses. And Billy is out to change more than the way you shave. I tried the razor and this is one of the best ones I tried yet to get into all the nicks and crannies in my body. I also love the magnetic holder that it comes with so my razor never falls into the shower anymore. Go to mybilly.com to meet the razor that made everyone start talking about razors. They're an Allure Best of Beauty winner and on Nylon's beauty hit list for a reason. And to express a little love for our show, go to mybilly.com abg. It's a small way you can support us while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit, plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash ABG, spelled my B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash ABG. So I just got this new at-home fitness system, and it's been so amazing, especially since I can't go to the gym now with the whole lockdown in place. It's called Tempo, and it's the first home fitness system that uses 3D sensors and machine learning to analyze your motion and provide real-time rep counting, form feedback, and weight recommendations. It's basically like having a trainer in your own home. Tempo has a 42-inch HD touchscreen and streams live and on-demand classes, and it comes with dumbbells and a lifting bar with 115 pounds in total. It'll make weight and workout recommendations for you based on your performance from previous workouts, too. The workouts range from quick-hit 5-minute workouts to much longer ones, so it fits your schedule. You can review your workout stats, suggest classes, and leaderboard rankings on the Tempo Studio or with the Tempo iPhone app. And there are over 500 live and on-demand classes for strength training, HIIT, cardio, mobility, and recovery. Purchase Tempo for $0 down and finance as low as $55 a month for 36 months. Check them out at tempo.fit and use code ABG for $100 off. That's T-E-M-P-O dot F-I-T and be sure to use promo code ABG to save $100. That's tempo.fit, code ABG. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. 
All right, Miss Helen. Yeah. (laughs) Let's hear your letter. (laughs) It's so awkward. Why are we doing this? Okay. (laughs) So I guess for the sake of simplicity, I'm going to call this guy Jordan. (laughs) It's a nice name. Yeah. Jordan. Um, Hi, Jordan. It's been a while since we texted and even longer since we've spoken. This letter is coming to you super unannounced, but my friends are making me do this. So here it goes. (laughs) I guess I just wanted to say hi and thank you. Thank you for the time that we had together. Thank you for holding my hand through all of my insecurities and fears. Those years that we were together were very primitive years in my development from a young girl to a young woman. And having someone by my side who was strong, encouraging, and above all, non-toxic absolutely played a role in shaping me into the woman that I am today. Thank you for never judging me, for being extremely patient with me, and for always being kinder to me than I ever was to myself. I'll always remember during the midst of our arguments how annoyed I was at your ability to be so fair and level-headed and how crazy I felt inside, but I'll never forget how patient you were to allow me to realize my own faults without forcing those onto me nor making me feel bad about them. You treated me like I mattered and you cared for me even if I was unreasonable, even with the biggest decision of my life that ultimately broke us apart. You supported me through it all and I am forever thankful for you for that. It speaks volumes to your character to have understood the depths of my desire, as selfish as they were, and to have allowed me to pursue my own dreams without ever trying to tie me down. I know we didn't end our relationship in maybe the best nor the worst way, but there's a part of me that wishes that, yeah, it could have been a little bit different. I think life takes us in ways that we don't expect, and if I could, I probably would have given more attention to that first step that I took that first step that parted our ways and separated us for the rest of our lives. I think if I could go back in time and do it again, I probably would have put your feelings first. I'll never forget how, even after we separated and hadn't spoken for a long period of time, and I was going through one of the roughest patches of my life, I knew that I could message you in the crying, ugly mess that I was in, and I knew that you would respond, and not just respond, but that you would care, because that's just the type of person you are. You care. You have one of the strongest foundations that people paid thousands of dollars in seminars and workshops just to have a piece of. The kind of strength and assuredness that's built from a solid base and a solid family. Anyway, I do hope that you can look back on us and that you can smile like I can and be grateful for the time that we had together. You were always so motivated and so driven, and I hope that you've been accomplishing and can accomplish all of the dreams that you set for yourself. I hope that you found someone that can give you the best kind of love, and if you haven't yet, I hope you'll find her soon. Out of all my exes, I don't think anyone has made such an impact on my life as you've made in the short amount of time that we had together. You're truly one of a kind, and I hope you realize that you deserve nothing but the best. I'm engaged now. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) And getting married next year. And I want to thank you for teaching me to be balanced, to be confident, to argue well and not so heavily tempered. And most importantly, to love myself first, because now I've learned to give the kind of love that years ago you were able to give me. My fiance, his name is Philip. He thanks you for that too. Wishing you nothing but the best, Helen. Oh, I got chills near the end of that. That was a good one. Oh, so awkward. I hope you don't hear this. (laughs) (laughs) That's a beautiful letter. That's very beautiful. I have an initial question. Yeah. So your line about I think if I could go back and do it, I would put your feelings first. Mm. So I assume you're talking about the decision to come to L.A. No, actually, I wasn't. That decision, I think I would have done regardless. Mm. And I think it was maybe the most, probably the most selfish thing I could have done 
in my relationship towards other people. So even with my family, right? Like they didn't want me to leave. He didn't want me to leave. My friends didn't want me to leave. But I always knew deep down in my gut that this is something that I had to do for myself because yeah. I was getting into a place of complacency. That is like one of my worst fears to just be complacent and also like slightly unsure if I was happy. Mm. So we, I was okay with leaving as selfish as that sounds and he was okay with it too. But I think it was more like when I got to LA, whether it was the excitedness of, you know, being in a new place and having my own apartment for the first time ever. And I think I was just in the rush of things that I think because we, we stayed friends after and we would still text and chat and things mm-hmm. like that, even though we knew we were apart. And he came to visit me too, like right after I moved in. But I think I just got caught up in the world that I was in that I might have, you know, distanced myself too soon from him, mm-hmm. even though I cared about him a yeah, lot. Yeah. So I think in that in that way, there are, there are ways where... And, and it, it is pretty, like, muddy and complicated, but I wish that I had done it in a more tactical way so that I cared about his feelings a little bit more. Because mm. he did allow me to, like, pursue my dreams, yeah. you know? Sounds like a really amazing person. He is. Yeah. I think our relationship was... Um, I only have, like, really good memories of it, actually, when I think back about it. And mm-hmm. I and I think it's it's rare to, to have that feeling, I think, with an ex that you have. Yeah. Um, and yes, I found, like, Philip, he definitely matches me more with, like, my personal ambitions and my desires. But 10 out of 10, if Jordan <laughs> were still single and out, is still single and out there, he is one of the best guys that someone could find. And I, like you were saying about your ex, Mel, like, I absolutely wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah. When was the last time you talked to him? I think the last time, I think I might have said happy birthday. Mm. But I think the last real time I texted him was that moment when I like really needed someone to talk to and he was my best friend before I moved to LA so I I texted him and I just knew that he would be open talking even though he maybe you know wasn't super happy with how I kind of mm-hmm. treated our relationship afterwards and he was I actually went back and read our the texts and he was super just like I'm just so happy for you that you're like doing things for yourself and you know he's yeah. just such a good guy yeah. he's such a good guy I have two things that came into my mind. One, I do want to acknowledge. I think it's really incredible that Phil was, can, can say thank you to an ex um, of, of yours because I think one thing I'm learning nowadays, you know, as I'm, you know, approaching 30 and have seen different relationships, the people that have been in your past have really built you up to who you are now. And so mm-hmm. Phil actually taught me this because I was going through a shitty breakup and he was like, Mel, unfortunately, in a lot of ways, a lot of people are going to be each other's lessons and not the end goal. And so I think it's kind of crazy to think, but also amazing that Phil can acknowledge like, hey, this person, Jordan, I know that he was a really significant person in your life, but I thank him for building the woman you are today because I get to have her in the end, Mm -hmm. you know, but without Jordan, Phil may not be able to have you, Mm -hmm. may not even be with you, you know, so that is something I feel like I'm learning and it's kind of crazy, but kind of cool this is like super random but like you did mention that you know jordan visited you after you moved into you know la i think obviously like you guys probably broke up in a very like you said like it's not the way you wanted it and i wonder if you had lingering feelings and like if he was in la did he stay with you and you're like hey maybe you know (laughs) (laughs) actually no like i had a i was like are we gonna hook up but like we didn't Mm. and we had celebrated my birthday so this was like two months after i had moved um and it was just like we respected each other's space because we knew it would get complicated and messy if we Mm. were to and it was just like it was nice to just have like a a person that I felt comfortable around there and I think he felt the same too there's no temptation at all um there might have been I think but I think we both just like resisted Mm. because we I think uh, we're post actually we were like uh in our mid-20s but then we're like super mature for our age you know I think 
both him and I were just very respectful of each other's space. Mm. That's pretty mature. I would have been like, mm. oh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I just knew that that would have heavily complicated things. I think also there was a, a lot of decision making into if we should have stayed together or broken apart. Mm. And so because of that, we knew the weight of the actions that we would take yeah. if we were together. What was the main goal of your letter? Um, To do this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I maybe a little bit to find like a little bit of closure even though i won't be sending this letter to him and and we've already spoken about this like after our breakup and after everything and i've talked to him about the after effects and how effective him and um how i i do feel like i I wish i had treated it differently but maybe this letter was like a little bit more of a closure around that and just more like a reflection of our relationship Mm. i know you hate this type of question but you know what were you feeling when you wrote this letter uh i felt a lot of gratitude i felt heavy appreciation Hmm. um i am incredibly thankful that he was actually such a good guy for me in these like very formative years of like insecurities and uncertainties i think i knew all of this was true but i never actually like sat down and ever wrote this out to Mm -hmm. be like what did this person actually you know what kind of impact did this person have in my life and what takeaways have i you know gotten from this person to be the person that i am today so it was nice to reflect on it how would you expect um Jordan (laughs) to respond to this letter. Hi, Jordan. Um, You know what? I think he'd be like, that's cool. (laughs) I think he wouldn't be surprised. Mm. Like that, the part where I said he has an incredibly strong foundation, Mm. he is very confident, but never cocky. Mm. And I think that is a very rare thing to like find in someone. Um, I think if he were to read this letter, he wouldn't be surprised. And it'd be like a, oh, that's nice to read. But it wouldn't send him like spiraling. It wouldn't make him feel weird for maybe like longer than a day. And honestly, I think he'd just be like happy for me Mm. to hear this. Mm. It's a very rare combination to have someone be so confident and not cocky. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think it's just rare in general to find a man like him. I was like, what? Not saying I want to holler, but I'm saying like, <laughs> I'm just saying, it just, I think Mel's hollering. Yeah. If you think you're Jordan, Jordan wherever you are. No, you're Jordan. still single. <laughs> no, Jordan, write us that, at hello at asianbossgirl.com. But don't, because that would be really yeah. Oh, no, 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 yeah, actually, no, don't do that. Uh, Jordan, just realize that would be really weird. Sorry. I'm <laughs> um, hearing you talk about him. I'm like, dude, it's hella rare to find someone like that nowadays. I'm not trying to holler, so please don't email. Um, but... <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we talk a lot about our dating stories or you hear about Janet and our stories and, like, you know about the guys we dated or I dated. I'm just like, guys like that don't exist a lot, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, that is amazing to find someone like that. So if you guys are like that out there, acknowledge that. And ladies, if you're with a really amazing partner, take a step back and acknowledge how amazing that is. Mm -hmm. You know, as you're writing, Helen, did you find, you know, anything surprising during the process or there things that you didn't realize? I think all of this I've already sort of internalized. Um, I do still feel like that little pang of like, ugh, like, you know what it is? It's because it's so rare to have such good people come by in your life Mm -hmm. at their core. And it just feels shitty if you are the person that made them feel sad about anything you know so Mm -hmm. as i was writing this i was just like ugh, like helen you shitty person but yeah at this at the same time i I mean i always say i have no regrets and so i don't have any regrets but it's also at at the expense of someone else that you're learning this lesson so that's that's the difficult part um but yeah i mean i've talked to him about it in the past and uh a part of me yeah this is a little bit cathartic just to to write it out again and to re-internalize it it's good to just remind myself that this was a very important person in my life and i'm i'm hoping that he's happy and i mean i'm happy on my path where i am and i just hope you know he is too
Calling or texting all ABGs and ABBs looking for a wireless provider deal. Mint Mobile offers an unlimited data plan for just 30 bucks a month. That's an unlimited plan for only 30 bucks a month. That's like a dollar a day. How are they able to do this and still stay in business, you ask? They took their businesses online only, so they save on traditional retail costs and are able to pass significant savings on to you. We love that they are innovators in the industry and that you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. All Mint Mobile plans come with unlimited talk and text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. They also make the setup process easy and clear with how-to videos that guide you through activating your service. And if you're not satisfied, Mint Mobile offers a 7-day money-back guarantee. To get your new unlimited wireless plan for just 30 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com abg. That's mintmobile.com abg. Cut your unlimited wireless bill to 30 bucks a month at mintmobile.com abg. Hey Mel, how is Steph's new kitty? Is she adjusting well to her new home? And is Steph adjusting well to being a new cat mom? Yeah, I think they're doing well. Oh, she thanked us for the pretty litter, cat litter we sent her. She said it's really aesthetic and beautiful, and coming from a super talented graphic designer, you know it must be true. Pretty litter's super light crystals trap odor and release moisture, resulting in dry, low-maintenance litter that doesn't smell. And it's virtually dust-free because it's manufactured with a specialized de-dusting process. It also monitors your cat's health by changing colors when it detects potential underlying health issues. Pretty Litter arrives safely at your door in a small, lightweight bag that lasts up to a month. And you can get the bags auto-shipped. And shipping is free. Get the world's smartest litter without leaving home by visiting prettylitter.com and use promo code ABG for 20% off your first order. That's prettylitter.com, promo code ABG for 20% off. prettylitter.com, promo code ABG. All right, Janet. I think it's your turn. <clears throat> okay. I called my person X. Mm-hmm. Literally, I typed the letter X. X factor. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Dear X, how are you? It's been a long time, huh? I hope you've been well. I guess in the span of time since we've talked, I hope you've been up, down, back up, back down, and fully experienced all the nuances and variations of a rich life. Actually, I can feel with pretty strong confidence that you have. You've always been one to feel deeply. I think it's something that is both innate in your character. You have what I would call not quite an old soul, but a very middle-aged post-retirement soul. Uh, And because of the experiences life has given you. I often feel that you didn't get all that you deserved from our relationship. But I also feel that I gave you all that I could. I hope you know that you set the bar pretty damn high. So high, in fact that I think I've spent the rest of my relationships recovering from and trying to find another connection quite so deep. You had what seemed like infinite persistence, such confidence in and ease with your emotions. You always knew how you felt and you always knew how to express it. That is something I both envy and now know that I took for granted in a partner. Your unshaking interest in me and the patience of your pursuit, slowly chipping away at that cement wall I had up. First, to peel through layer one, just to acquaintance, then layer two to friendship, then layer three to good and close friendship, then layer four to a potential interest, and finally, years and another relationship on your end later, level five to dating. Your interest in me and the fact that I never questioned how much you cared and loved me is a quality and standard that I know I thanked you for before, but I want to thank you for again. Now, 17 years later, as a 35-year-old woman who has experienced the spectrum of romantic experiences and relationships. 
This standard that you set for me has resulted in me waiting for the right man, one whose desire for me I can trust as unshakingly as I trusted yours. You gave me a sense of worth that I have had to learn to foster on my own and will not trust just to anyone to maintain. There's another thing I want to address. Years after our relationship, when you called for a conversation prompted by your own personal healing journey, you said something that made my throat stick. You said, all I wanted was for you to love me, but you couldn't do that. And I remember feeling attacked, as if I let you down on purpose, as if my feelings were controllable. Of course, I wanted to love you, but I can't will an emotion. Or rather, I can't will my maturity forward to a point where I could fully open up, not overthink, and allow love in. I remember saying I'm sorry, and I was sorry. Sorry that you experienced any suffering. I was sorry that my emotional growth came at the expense of your pain. But I still felt righteous in how I felt, or rather how I didn't feel, because I thought it was out of my control. Now, years later, I wonder if what you meant was the choice or act of love rather than the emotion of love. If love is a choice and love is in actions, then perhaps it was in my control. And knowing now that I did have control, I want to apologize from a more sincere place. Rather than apologizing that I could not love you, I am sorry that I did not love you, because maybe loving you would mean initiating a breakup sooner. I said it before and I'll say it again. Thank you for being my first real romantic relationship. Thank you for setting the bar so high. Thank you for loving me. Sincerely, Jay. Damn. Damn. Put that in a book. <laughs> I know. Woo! New York Times, Modern Love, where you yeah. at? Damn. Can I ask why you guys broke up again? I don't remember. Yeah. Um, the catalyst for it was because he just became much more deeply involved in his church and his religion, mm. and he eventually wanted to be with someone who was um, Christian. Mm. But we also, like, he was the first person I ever dated, and I was definitely not his. I think he, and he was always kind of looking for marriage, so I think we were just not paired at the right times in our lives mm. and I I just always could not quite get there emotionally I think it was a maturity thing so in my opinion it was kind of like bound to happen that it would end mm. um, but the catalyst was you know that religious thing I mean I cried hysterically like I was dead did not want to break up right yeah. but I also knew in my gut that this wasn't the person that I was going to end up with mm. I'm curious because you said in the letter that it sounded like you're trying to get to a place of loving him right in your relationship did you were you thinking in your head in that moment you're like you know what I, I'm, I'm think I'm on the path to loving him that's why I don't want to end things or I guess what was going through your mind at yeah. the time in terms of love um I think I I actually I mean this is so long ago I actually kind of I think I might have said that I loved him but I was someone who was a massive overthinker and mm. struggled a lot with feelings and also actually with religion because of this where like I couldn't I'm like how do you know no yeah, right yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. and so and I always held that love on a pedestal and I was like I don't want to lie to you and mm-hmm. say something when I don't really understand it or really feel it um, I think I did get to a place where I said it to him, but I always knew that it was not quite sincerely enough, and mm. I think he could feel that. So I think that's – eventually it just got to a place where I'm like, I knew he was way up there on the path, and I just like – I wanted to get there for you, but I couldn't. Mm. What do you think the main goal of writing this letter was for you? Uh, well, I had two goals. One was to reaffirm to him of the incredibly meaningful impact that he had on me which was I think particularly just given where I am in life right now being like a single woman who is really looking for a life partner it makes me reflect back on Mm -hmm. kind of past relationships right and I think to both of your points is like 
we all wrote about someone who like we felt is like an outstanding individual or mm-hmm. had an outstanding impact on us and I feel like he he was my first boyfriend and he probably was of my relationships the one that really taught me what love is and how to love I just didn't know it at the time right mm-hmm. and then secondly it really was to address the conversation we had that um, that reference in the letter when he called the years later um, where I felt like blamed mm. for not like feeling something back for him and actually my initial intention with this letter was to kind of not fight back but like voice like I kind of wish I stood up for myself a little bit more when Mm. we because I just said I'm sorry right and I think I tried to explain it to him but I couldn't quite find the words so initially it was kind of to defend myself a little bit wait so when he called you um so you guys probably do you guys break up when you're in college right Mm -hmm. and then when how old were you when he called you I think I was still in it was still but it was maybe it could have been I think it was more than two years later mm. two or three years later. so you're still in college mm-hmm. okay and where, can i ask where is he now he's married and he has kids i know that he was dating someone else for a long time after that too i think he went to bc as well for, oh. for law school for oh. yeah, I school. boston people yeah. I know, right <laughs> oh my god Actually, yeah that maybe that's where your future husbands are y'all <laughs> yeah. good people there so yeah jay so when you're writing this letter what were you feeling I think like both of you ladies, I was feeling a lot of appreciation, but because of that second point I was trying to make, I also Mm. felt a little angsty. Mm. Like that was to me something that I didn't feel like I fully came to closure with like feeling like I was accused for a feeling and I'm like, I don't control my feelings, Mm. right? How do you think he would respond to this letter and would you ever send this to him? If anything, I think I would have a conversation. If I ever ran into him and if there was ever like an appropriate moment where we like had a deep conversation, I might say this, Mm. but... I actually don't really know how he would respond, to be honest. Part of me feels like he would be like, oh, that's all in the past. Mm. Um, or like, yeah, like you were young. Or like, I understand someone who's like not as emotionally mature would do whatever. And then mm. part of me feels like he would maybe still feel kind of like, well, it still doesn't help anything that, oh. cool, you know that, but like it doesn't change how it might have impacted me, I guess. Yeah. Or I don't know. Oh, I just feel like these lessons are always so hard. And everyone, like, love is a difficult thing. And yeah. I feel like some. Some for some people it just comes really naturally you just know how to yeah. love and then for a majority of people it is through a lot of iteration and yeah. it's through a lot of relationships and difficulties for you to learn what it is you need in love and also how to give give the love too and that's yeah. that's tough so jay it sounds like you know when you first initially wanted to write this letter it was like kind of a little bit out of angst did you find anything else surprising during this process so actually like i said it kind of twist or turn right like i actually started this letter completely intending to articulate my side and kind of like defend myself a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. and that it wasn't my fault that I didn't feel a thing but I was as I was writing it and as I was thinking it through I realized that it kind of was my fault or not my fault but like um rather because I, I realized like yeah if you really do define love as actions and under your control versus an emotion then it was under my control and I, I didn't intend to like take the apology back but I intended to defend myself and then my conclusion at the end of this was actually I am going to apologize again but in a different context Mm -hmm. that's tough though because i feel like it needs to start with some of the emotions first Mm -hmm. and then the actions just kind of follow naturally yeah so if the emotions aren't there like at least for me in my experience if the emotions aren't there then you're kind of just like a friend to me Mm -hmm. you know and that's that's difficult too and yeah obviously i don't know the complexities of your relationship with them but that that was my initial and that's the thing is like if i had if i had known that then it's like then you should it's under your control to break it off sooner, right? I see. Or something yeah, like yeah, that. I see, I see, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, he was, I think I did emotionally maybe fall in love with him, but I, at the time, was so young that maybe did not understand that. Yeah, so. yeah. Mm, timing. 
Yeah, then, timing's a bitch. It's like love also. It's just like you can't control who you love and your emotions. Like even sometimes like it's like the whole thing about like you write a list of things of people you want and all this stuff or traits that you want them to have. But then you can't you, you can't control love. It's a feeling. I really do mm-hmm. think it's a feeling. But also because I'm a feeler. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really a random question. But what was your age difference? I was actually two months older than him. So oh. we were the same year. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah, to meld to what you were saying before, it's like, even with, like, Philip, like, the whole emotion thing and not being able to control it, like, me and that boy, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> emotions were through the roof and we could not not be together, which was, it's kind of interesting to think about now. Girl, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, we all, the three of us know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> Thanks for sharing your letters, ladies. Um, that did feel kind of cathartic for me. I don't know about you, ladies. Yeah, no, it felt it felt good. It felt it felt good, especially it's like get this out right before I get married. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Maybe it's a good exercise for anyone about to get married out there, or maybe it would open up a can of worms. Actually, I don't yeah, know. <laughs> maybe don't do it. I mean, yeah, keep it to yourself, y'all. <laughs> Well, thanks everyone for joining us today as we read our letters to our exes. We hope this is an exercise that some of you out there might try and find cathartic and or that it helps you learn something about your feelings or values. We have some partnerships that we want to share with you all. BetterHelp, Ritual Vitamin, Daily Harvest, and more. The links and codes you can use for a discount can be found in our show notes. For more partnership discounts, head to our website. You can find us on all the podcasting platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a rating or review at Agent Boss Girl. If you'd like to support us through monthly donations, you can do so at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support. We're also very active on social. Our handle is at asianbossgirl. So if you enjoyed the episode today, screencast the podcast and we maybe share on our IG story. Also find us on YouTube where we answer your listeners submit questions on a show called Dear ABG, which releases every Sunday. It's basically like our second podcast, but now you can kind of put a face to our voices. So make sure you subscribe to our channel at Asian Boss Girl. You can also check out our latest collection of merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. So we got a couple of shout outs from our listeners. First, happy birthday to our baking queen, Jeannie. Love your Bing Sushi group. And to Jared from Rosetta, who have been in a long distance relationship since April. Right now, the world is pretty much in chaos. But despite that, shout out to him for keeping me grounded and patient. I'm anticipating every day to meet you again. And shout out from Anonymous to her bestie, who is an elementary French teacher in Toronto, Canada, doing the best she can to teach her students during this stressful time. Hopefully things will get better soon, but until then, your bestie will be continuing to pray for you to stay safe and healthy. And if you have a quick audio shout out for a friend, you can email us at shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com. If you like a more private video request shout out for a friend, we are on Cameo. You can find us as Asian Boss Girl. And thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all of her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch us on the next episode. Bye. Bye.